millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and to then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're talking about the burden of invisible work, often referred to as emotional labor or the mental load. In cognitive psychology, the cognitive load or the mental load refers to the invisible, non-tangible tasks that are involved in running a household or a life. In heteronormative relationships and families, it typically falls on a woman's shoulders, but the worry work or cognitive labor that goes into thinking about and overseeing all the tasks that need to get done is a never-ending to-do list of challenges. When your brain is constantly running through all of the reminders of what needs to get washed, what needs to get refilled, what needs to get restocked, what time that next appointment is, what time you need to start getting ready for that next appointment, what you need to pack to get to that appointment, what gas station is going to be the most cost-effective to stop at on the way, and so on and so forth, you will eventually burn yourself out, especially if you are the only one responsible for that mental load for an entire household or family. 
As we know, managing and delegating is a very intensive and tough job. It not only takes you having to explain what needs to get done to others, but it takes being able to organize the thoughts in a way that is able to be communicated. And there's one study that was published in the American Sociological Review that describes this emotional labor as the responsibility of anticipating needs, identifying options for filling them, making decisions, and monitoring progress. And a children's nonprofit, Bright Horizons, did a recent report on the mental load, and I'll share an explanation from them. A child's school day isn't just about the physical jobs of pickup and drop-off. It's about the perpetual mental awareness of schedules, including early release days, carpools, doctor's appointments, play dates, special events, field trips, class parties, science fairs, who needs to bring what and which day requires special supplies. And those are just some of the items on a family's list that require a working mother's constant mental presence. The mindshare versus timeshare equation is at the heart of the mental load. The requirement on women to be not just parents and caretakers, but also the unofficial keepers of where the entire family needs to be and win and perpetual guardians against anything falling through the cracks. That worry work or that mental load is particularly exhausting, and it's distinct from the tangible physical chores of cooking and cleaning and running a life. And the real insidiousness of the mental load is not the fact that it saps our time and energy, it's the fact that it gets overlooked. It is the work that is often taken for granted because it's invisible. And that means we're not only underappreciated for doing this work, but we're often unseen and unnoticed. And this has become more of a topic of conversation in heteronormative circumstances because men are becoming more responsible for taking care of childcare and more household chores. But just because these men are making more meals and doing the laundry, women are still finding that they are in charge of a lot of that worry work, like refilling the laundry detergent so that the laundry can get done and planning the meals so that they can get cooked. So even when we share the physical burden of tasks and chores, the mental and emotional burden of planning for those tasks and chores to get done is incredibly valuable and incredibly underappreciated labor. According to one study's research, nearly 9 out of 10 mothers in committed partnerships said that they felt solely responsible for organizing the family's schedules, and the burden left them feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and unable to make space for their own self-care. That Bright Horizons report similarly found that 72% of working moms feel it's their job to stay on top of their kids' schedules, and 52% are facing burnout from the weight of those responsibilities. And I've actually been collecting information about this series for over a year now. Throughout collecting information and doing research, I found one of the most clear-cut demonstration of a mental load is when we consider the statement, you should have asked. I can't tell you how many relationships I've been in where my partner sees me struggling and then says, you should have asked for help or you should have told me what to do. Meanwhile, I'm cleaning up a pile of laundry that they left on the floor and a sticky substance off the counter from their creatine that has been there for over a week. And that makes me more angry because I shouldn't have to ask. I shouldn't be the manager of the household. When we live together, we are equally responsible for sharing the load. And sure, I might be better at dishes and enjoy them more, and you might be better at laundry and enjoy that more, and that load is split in that way. But either way, the dishes and the laundry are getting done. 
It's not solely my responsibility to do my chores and yours. Yet in so many of my heteronormative relationships, it was almost expected that I was the chore manager and I needed to ask for things to get done, which added to my mental load of not only being a chore manager, but also a delegator and an effective communicator. And most of the times, if you're not good at effectively communicating or delegating, you end up doing everything yourself. So not only are you adding to your mental burden, but also your physical one as well. When we remember that organizing and planning and managing and delegating are all individual full-time jobs that people are paid a lot of money to do can be really helpful in remembering that the labor we do is labor. Regardless of the fact that it's visible or tangible, it is still labor, and it deserves to be valued. Tomorrow, I will discuss some ways to divvy up this emotional labor in a way that doesn't feel like you're nagging or delegating, but ideally in a way that creates more balance if this is something you've been dealing with in your own life. And even if you are currently single like I am, and you are only responsible for your own cognitive load, I found this research to be equally as beneficial to me, who does not have children or a household to run. So, Regardless of where you're at in this situation, hopefully there will be something here for you, because I think this stuff is important, regardless of your current situation. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful.